you know, the economy is uh, still not going great. We haven't had much to talk about since the last time us three got together, J.J. Wardell, and we've got Sebastian Urban back as we've got core trades here because a little victory lap for our guy Sebastian here. Uh, it's the biggest news of the, you know, the the liquidation and bankruptcy of this dude, Sam Bankman-Fried, who's running FTX. And it's not like, you know, FTX was out doing deals for the my we're going to a Miami Heat game. We have to take the FTX lettering down before we get there. Uh, you know, like they're striking all these big legitimate deals. But of course, Sebastian, we'll start with you. You've been questioning what is exactly legitimate about this. And this dude that is two years older than me somehow tricked everybody is now a uh, criminal fleeing the premises. Yeah. So, I mean, the new CEO that took over FTX, um, he actually oversaw the Enron bankruptcy as well. He said this is the biggest case of fraud he's ever seen. Like he didn't even know where to start when he um, got on there. Um, but I mean, as far as I know, essentially what they were doing is just taking customer funds and instead of, you know, using them to buy crypto, they were just leveraging these funds and making a lot of risky investments uh, through this Almada research, which was like run by his girlfriend or whatever she was, um, essentially just leveraging themselves. So when everyone came to, you know, get their funds, they were gone. I'll have to check in the middle of this podcast because I threw $100 into FTX. I'll have to see if I'm <laughs> able to get that out. That'll be good stuff. Uh, so I'll check on that. But JJ, what are some of those salacious details where it's like, you know, all of a sudden he's got this other company? And was that just like, is that's that's what we're trying to decipher here for people and dive into is like, all right, is this all like, oh, crypto, crypto, crypto? Or was this guy just like nonstop continuing to gamble with customers' money, as you said? Yeah, I mean, I think first of all, you know, this dude was plugged in. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been seeing those articles of like who his mother and father is and, you know, where he went to school and where he's donating his money politically. He's yeah. put all over, you know, he, he was basically I mean, it's crazy how like Forbes can kind of make you, but they were they had crowned him essentially. Yeah, no, 100 percent. And, you know, he had been making money you know kind of manipulating the market you know i think that, that that was his big thing starting off as he was using you know he's buying cryptocurrency in america selling it and uh you know somewhere in asia you know just kind of taking advantage of those you know different price points uh and what so but i don't know man i mean to me personally you know you always hear don't hate the player hate the game but like this is hate the player you know what i mean <laughs> like this dude kind of messed it up for a lot of things you know and you know they're really hot when the market was going crazy you know high high fucking tide raises all boats baby you know like you can't do wrong and now that, you know, we're in this bear market, as the bass loves to hear, dude, music to his ears, they're, they're showing what's, re what's real, you know? That, I mean, that was the whole thing uh, with Bernie Madoff, right? Market's crashing. This dude's somehow making money. You, you, let's look into him. And this is what happens, you know, the, their balance sheet got leaked. They realized that, you know, this big company has billions of dollars in a token that really is worthless. Um, you know, that's kind of what we're seeing a lot is and that's kind of it's weird you know i went back and i watched our podcast that we did and you know we were talking about how look you know with the internet with that bubble there's a thousand internet companies and there's two three now you know i think that's kind of what we're starting to see is i would say 99 percent of tokens out there are pretty much worthless and we're gonna see them go to zero but um i think those stable ones will be here to stay you know 
And that's a great point because that's why we kind of want to decipher here is like the dot-com bubble. Okay, yeah, it was like, all right, wait, it popped. But the internet's not worthless. But again, there was all those companies that were trying to hop in on it. Okay, so the crypto crash, boom. Is it crypto or is Bitcoin just going to be the one that subsides? Like what my question for you, Sebastian, is like, is the reason this is not happening in the Coinbase, I guess you would allege yet, because they are actually regulated. They went public. FTX stayed on the private side. And clearly this dude was, you know, basically just being 30 years old in the Bahamas. Yeah, no, I think it has a lot to do with the regulation. And I think that, you know, it's a it's a double edged sword, right? Because a lot of the crypto folks out there, why they, you know, want crypto is because of this no regulation, decentralized and whatnot. But when you get that, and you have someone taking advantage of those rules, this is the outcome that that you get, you know, um, if you have if you put that in the wrong hands. Um, and yeah, like you mentioned, like a lot of the other, you know, firms like Coinbase, they're regulated. Um, they have to keep customer deposits on file. They have to have enough money for when people want to come withdraw. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that that plays a huge role in it. It's interesting too, where like Kevin O'Leary, I mean, like how did this guy trick people essentially? Like why did people, so many people just like kind of essentially check out their website and platform, get caught up in the crypto buzz and be like, hey, this guy kind of reminds me of Steve Jobs. We should follow him. Like it gave me a lot of Elizabeth Holmes energy from Theranos. I I mean, I think right now the vibe is I don't really care what the product is. It's the man who's leading it. Yeah. And, you know, I think you see that a lot in Elon Musk, you know, like sure. it's just we don't really know where we're at today, but this guy's got a vision to take us somewhere 10 years. Uh, and, you know, Apple, I mean, all these companies, they've had, you know, a mind behind it that's just, you know, truly remarkable. And I think, I mean, to me, it's also just like shows you how much people maybe don't understand what's going on and maybe right. just, just hope that this is the new thing. I mean, what's the fundamental thing you look at when you invest in a company? It's who's running the company and who the hell were these people? Like, I think, you know, like all the people at, responsible for making, you know, the biggest decisions in these corporations had no experience. You know, they had very little staff. They had no one really overseeing what they were doing and i mean this is just to be honest i never heard of this guy i never heard of any of uh his fucking company until mm -hmm. all this shit happened because like who is this guy i mean and i even said early you know it's these exchanges are going against where we should be going and yeah they, you know, they marketed the hell out of themselves right like you didn't hear anything about sbf but you heard from tom brady you heard from steph curry you heard from all these like big names ftx um, i think yeah. that's probably yeah that's probably why you know a lot of people fell for it yeah it's interesting and i guess we'll kind of just get uh, a final stand on what where are we at in uh bitcoin in general or just crypto i think you put it well jj where it's like stable coins that's obviously where you got to stay away from but like if you're just looking at bitcoin you know everything's down it's you know lowest in two years I guess I'm still kind of a believer in like this guy's a crook, you know, but I'm certainly it's a gut punch, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you know, we're down to 15,000, still up 91% over the last five years. But, you know, what's the, what is there going to be more like this? Or again, I, I feel like, Sebastian, you were sending us a lot of articles and kind of like the lead up, like we've almost known that this was going to happen and blow up for like a month, I feel like. And then all of a sudden, once it popped, people are like, wait, what's going on? And it's because people weren't talking about crypto anymore. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, wait, this guy was actually a crook, too. It was kind of crazy how that all spearheaded. Uh, yeah. 100%.
yeah, yeah, I guess I, I didn't mean, really it, leave you with a question there. So, <laughs> in terms of if you're looking for like a, my final stance on the whole thing, I, I think one a fallout of this is going to you know call for more regulation for all of these you know crypto exchanges. That's a huge thing that's going to come out of it. Um, and number two, I think it's just going to hurt the credibility of the industry. You know, in the short term, you know, it's like how many scandals, how many crashes have we already seen this year, you know, and uh, this just adds to the list. So it's it's going to take a little bit to build back some of the public trust for sure. And what I'm worried about is like, you know, all the people that they convinced and I guess, you know, still it's still jury is still out, but convinced like, hey, you should leave your job and come work in crypto like this is legit. Hey, look at all this. We're b- building steam. And then it's like all of a sudden, OK, some companies clearly are not able. They wanted to hire. They wanted to spend the money they were getting. But now it's just like it doesn't make sense. And like, that's what I really feel for. But uh, JJ, you think price of Bitcoin, you know, eventually it's just going to take time. Uh, I think it's going to drop drop below 10, 100 mm. percent. Mm. I, I think that one, 100. I mean, dude, what's the what's the first thing to go when everything goes down? Right. It's it's the things that are the riskiest. It's the things that, you know, you don't really have a firm understanding of or even want. So, I mean, I, I definitely think it will. But then I, you know, what goes up, you know, what goes up, got to come down and what goes down, got to go up. You know, I just think that with this situation, like you said, like we were like that was on the cusp. Right. You had all these celebrities going at it. Yeah. You had major investors ready to dip their toe into, you know, the crypto world. And then, you know, what unfortunately we see way too often, which is a small percent of the population ruins it for the rest of us, you know, just all it took was this one guy to be greedy uh, and, you know, to figure out that he's in a position that no one else is in. So, you know, it's kind of ball in his court and he makes the rules and he just ran with it. You know I mean? He's in South America somewhere, probably, you know, yeah. sipping on a fucking martini, just, you know, kicking <laughs> it up. But and we're all here dealing with his aftermath. And you, yeah. you know, that's something we see way too often. Well, that's what I think, too. Any de- details, salacious details. I, it, it was crazy. Like they had a compound just running out of the Bahamas. Like I, I, he basically just like tricked a bunch of old people with money to like, you know, basically fund his gambling habit with leveraging customers money. So, yeah, kind of crazy. But, I, you know, Sarah Ellison, this chick who's the CEO of his you know, other company. And like, I, I didn't understand how he had the two different companies that all of a sudden that like, they seem to be not against each other, but two different business plans almost. And uh, yeah, there's a love triangle and she happened to be, he's connected. She's the daughter of two MIT economic professors. How does that happen? Uh, you guys like any details on the other side of things where it was like, w- what exactly was this guy doing as a human being? What? Well, I mean, wasn't he like he portrayed himself like pretty well, wasn't he like saying he's going to donate, you know, philanthropy and like to all these like world causes and whatnot. So, I mean, he said all the right stuff, but didn't those DMs come out with uh, that one reporter where he was just saying basically, you know, that was all just kind of a front. He just had to say the right things. Well, it, so it, is he like a bad guy? Was he deliberately doing something that he knew was pretty fucked up? And like, or did he just kind of get swept up in everything and get caught underwater almost? I think it's a mixture of he didn't know what he was doing and partially he just took advantage of the system. I think it was a combination of both. Um, I don't know what you think, JJ. Yeah, I mean, I think he started getting in the red really hard and is like, Hey, doubling down, trying yeah, to get back out. Kind of yeah. just like, I mean, you know, if you look at what he 
was invested in, he was just all over one sector crypto being, you know, like he didn't really diversify. So when shit started going down, uh, you know, he just was needing to, you know, fill those fucking gaps. And, and then he just put himself in an even worse position. And, you know, like, I mean, at some point you either going to have to admit what you did wrong, or you're just going to have to get out of there, man. And yeah. that's what he chose to do. And it's crazy, you know, you see, like, I can only imagine the high he was riding during the height of everything, you know, back in uh, basically a year ago, right? And I guess we'll end with this on Core Trades, which is just like, where are we at with the economy? Uh, you know, S&P's down for the year. Are we going to finish in the red? What's the optimization for the upcoming year? Are we feeling a little bit uh, less optimistic? Recession's kind of been thrown around and quieted. I think we're all just ready for the holidays, but... Not sure what's next. Kind of what's the temperature at uh, your building, Sebastian? Yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to finish in the red this year. I don't, I, I don't think that they're, we're going to climb out of this massive hole. I think, what, 20%, 18% down on the year. Um, but I am encouraged that the Republicans won back the House. Um, historically, the market has always done best when um, you have a split you know, Congress and a House Chambers. of Representatives. Yeah. Um, so so I think that bodes well for the upcoming year. Um, and I just don't think, you know, we'll encounter another year like this for, for quite some time. I mean, this was definitely an abnorm- abnormality in the markets. Yeah. JJ, your final thoughts? I mean, I'm just staring. We had like a kind of a nice month, but then it's just, you know, I, I not at levels. I haven't seen levels, that, you know, that I'm missing and yearning for pretty much a year ago today. Yeah, I mean, dude, CBS said it pretty good, right? I mean, we we've we've seen something that might not be seen again. You know, I mean, if you were playing in the market in these past couple of years, you're probably going through some <laughs> mixed emotions swings. that some swings. Yeah. Exactly, man. So, I mean, you know, there's always going to be money to be made and money to be lost. So, but I, I, you know, in terms of overall, I again, I mean, you know, there's a war going on. Never going to be a good look while that's happening. Uh, you know, I'm a big component of just what's, you know, current events, news, what's popping off. That's kind of going to dictate, you know, what the market is like. Um, yeah. So, I, I, you know, I, I don't really see any potential until that gets resolved or yeah. until, you know, just something. I mean, you know, Russia and China, you know, they're kind of doing their thing there. There's been a lot of things coming out about that. But I mean, again, it's just it's hard to see what's, you know, kind of going to dictate, especially just with what's going on. I mean, there's crazy things happening every day. Uh, no, and, no kidding. Uh, the world's know. been a crazy place, certainly. And uh, all I think we're just kind of ready for a new year and see what that brings. All right. So FTX, uh, kind of disastrous. We've got a new fraud master, two years older than me. Uh, prodigy gone, you know, wrong. Scammer. Scammer, right. <laughs> so what's our, what, what's our prediction? Is he just he's just going to be, you know, living abroad and uh, where he can't get extradited? I 100%. I mean, unless... Argentina changes their mind like they sell him out. Soon. That's crazy. He's got to be yeah. literally like the rest of his life, you know, a head on a swivel type shit. Uh, I mean, that's what's crazy is like there's been a lot of things coming out that like I guess, you know, whoever you would call the media is like they're trying I guess they're just people are getting angry that they're not really building it up to what it is, which is like a scam, right? You know, like yeah. I guess they're just like trying to portray him as, you know, just wrong place wrong time type shit well then there's I mean, also brett Favre. you know it's like wait why aren't we talking about brett here too you know it's, it's like we're picking our stories it's crazy yeah i mean that's unfortunately how it goes <laughs> yeah 
Shit, wild stuff. All right, appreciate the time, guys, and the perspective. I feel like uh, us three were kind of on top of the story, and people are like, wait, what happened? And it's uh, it's a crazy story, so keep digging in uh, if this interests you whatsoever. Appreciate the fellows, Sebastian Urban and J.J. Wardell. Uh, we'll talk soon, guys. Hopefully we have a uh, better year coming up. Yes, sir.